And welcome back, Grief Nation listeners. It's your girl, Miami Knight, your master grief educator and trainer, also known as your grief guide goddess. I'm so excited to have this group of people in the house with me tonight. We are talking about Sacred the Movie, which is premiering in Pensacola, Florida on uh, November 5th and 6th this weekend. So, so grateful to the cast for being here this evening to answer all of your questions about Sacred. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? It We're did doing good. good. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you. you for having us. You yes. are so welcome. You are so welcome. Okay, so just to start out, because I want to know um, about this industry that's happening, has been happening for some time now, but please, Darren, if you could describe to us, like, what actually is the backstory about the film industry there in Pensacola? So the back the backstory of the film industry in Pensacola is, it's, it, it's, it was shallow, um, shallow in terms, not a bad way. It's just that we didn't have a huge outlet. Um, we've had theater. Uh, there have been some companies here that's done some local um, movies or TV shows or something of that nature, but hasn't been on a big scale. Um, it hasn't reached abroad. And so now that we have been five years now in the making with manager of the year and been doing a lot of our grinding and hard work. Uh, the industry now in Pensacola is going to change uh, because we're bridging the gap between the film industry in terms of everyone going out to Atlanta or everyone going out to LA or Miami or New York. We're now giving them an opportunity to be able to film right here in Pensacola, Florida. And that's a testament to Enrico Tunstall for what he's done with Manager of the Year. It's a testament to what he's done in his career um, in LA Film School and being able to come back to Pensacola and start the company Manager of the Year and be able to put his clients through a Actors Corp. Um, I came out of Actors Corp for as valedictorian and that was my opportunity to do tv and film um i did theater for nine years with papara here in pensacola so having an opportunity to switch to tv and film has been an amazing journey and um i thank my wife for pushing me out there to to do that and introducing me or showing me what el rico was doing at the time and being able to reach out to El Rico and take his class. And then uh, he and I has just made history side by side. Um, he has a wonderful support cast and manager of the year that's been there before me that has been with him side by side. So just to be able to come aboard and be with him side by side and do some great, wonderful things with him and his company and his brand has been amazing. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, Nora, what is the, um, tell me a little bit about your background journey into uh, being an actress. Um, well, it started a while ago. Um, 
I don't have as much experience as my husband, but um, I've always known that I want to be an actress. My mom, I told my mom that I wanted an Oscar one day. And when she passed away, I knew when my grandmother pushed me into going into theater. And um, I did theater under Leroy Williams. And it's, it's, I love it. I just, I love trying to remember lines. I push myself. It's com competitive for me. And um, and then when I met um, Enrico, Mr. Tunstall, it's he. I guess he saw something in me that I didn't know I had. And so it's just it's been an awesome experience. And for him to have me, he sends me on audition. He sent me to an audition last year, and that was like my first time. And it was it was great it was an awesome experience and I was like for him to think of me to send me you know out that way and so it I love it I, I absolutely love it it's a great experience just to be on the road to to be filming to have the camera in your face and I love it I just love the experience oh okay so share with us uh about your backstory and your journey um, being an actress, uh, La Monica. So for me, I did theater and drama in high school. And I also acted at my church in our drama department. But I actually came across the casting call for Sacred on Facebook. And I said, oh my goodness, I have to go. And the backstory with that was it was definitely divine because my mom actually passed away a year ago. And the day before she passed away, I told her I wanted to get back into acting. And she was the type of person where she pretty much pushed you to do whatever it is that you wanted to do. She didn't care if you changed your career path every day. She was more so <laughs> do what makes you happy <laughs> because life is not promised. And she was definitely a person that um, strived with, you know, using your time wisely because your time you can't get back. So when I saw the casting call, I was like, this is a sign from my mama. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go. And I was the first person in line. I was there at eight o'clock. The casting, I don't think it was scheduled to start until like 10. I was there. First one ready to go. Um, so it's been yeah. exciting. It's been a journey. And I did, uh, after I got the role I did take actors core um, class 15 we are the best class the baddest class to come through manager of the year um, so it's just been amazing it's been a journey and I'm really excited I'm looking forward to more roles for sure okay thank you for sharing and Sade what's a little okay. bit of your backstory so um this Sacred the movie is my very first um, acting experience. So um, I am a singer and model. So I was just, you know, out of my element, right? So um, when Elrico sent the, the casting call, I was like, okay, you know, yeah, sure, I'll come. And, and then I, at the day of, I was like, I don't know about this. I don't think I'm going to go. Um, just because, honestly, to be honest with you, I really didn't know which character to choose. So um, that's what kind of, like, held me back. And I was out of my element. So I went and didn't think that I was going to get a call back. 
<laughs> got a call back eventually and then uh went back for the second call and i really did not think that i was going to get it seriously um i was like hey thanks for the opportunity you know so on and so forth and he was like oh just let's hold on you'll be hearing from me soon i was like okay great and and next thing you know um the live came out and announced the names he said my name wrong um so i didn't know who he was talking about <laughs> so <laughs> there were so many things that kind of happened <laughs> in that whole thing but here i am um as tony and in the movie sacred and it's it's, it's amazing and then since then i've been cast for five other roles so it's wow. been it's been a great a great opportunity and how did you know that acting was one of your superpowers? <laughs> um, when I would read books to my kids and I would be the characters, each individual character, and I would be just so animated about reading the books. And and then in my music videos, I would act out the scenes. So it was like, okay, I think I'm supposed to be doing something else here. Um, and when I was able to remember my lines, I, I had to be, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and then it's something that I love. So, um, so yeah, that's how I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that question is posed to anyone else. Um, how did you know that acting was another one of those gifts that you had? Um, so for me, um, and I gotta be, I gotta, I gotta be honest in, you know, because, I think this is really what transcended my mind and the acting. Um, I always would conversate, especially if I'm driving or if I'm, a, if I'm out and about, I have conversations with myself and third, fourth, fifth people <laughs> um, simply because it keeps me in tune with character bills. Um, and it keeps me, in my mind sharp with going into a character uh, or portraying someone. Uh, so I'm always having conversations about myself and I talk to so many different people. And that's been my way of knowing that, okay, then obviously the business that you need to be in is probably acting because that's simply what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis just to keep myself and tuned into what I'm doing and this craft. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's talk about these characters and talk about sacred. Um, share, anyone can um, just jump right out there and share about your character and just about what do we need to know about Sacred the movie? My character is a woman with very, very few words. Um, I speak with my eyes. Um, um, yeah, I love What's your my character kids. name? What's your character name? My character name is Sharika Brooks. I am married to Dr. Darren Brooks. And um, yeah, right now I am a, I, I have very few words. I, I just, I, I hold my expressions in my eyes and, but I am a woman that loves my kids. We have four kids, four kids. And so I love all of my kids. Um, I don't think I have any favorites. I may, I, well, I think my favorite will probably be um, Dante and Lamont, well, um, Naomi. 
they may be my favorite ones, <laughs> I think. But um, but yeah, it's um, I'm I'm just a woman of very few words right now. I'm a lot of people just think I'm chilling, and that's that's what I'm doing. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm okay. chilling. And yes, and Dr. Brooks. Brooks. Excuse me, uh-huh. Dr. Brooks. Yes. No, no, not a problem. So, so Dr. Brooks. Um, so I have, I have, I have a daughter. Um, that is my my favorite, uh, Sophia Brooks. Um, and you know, my character. I think that what people will be able to see. Um, uh, I play a sociopath. Um, so you know that's that's going to to bring a lot of drama a lot of different vibes a lot of different aspects to the movie the series um but his character um strength of the family uh with Pensacola's first family um and we are very strong united um and it's it's a very powerful, powerful, powerful family. Um, so when I say that they're going to be in awe about this movie and this series, they really are going to be at like, wow, because they're going to see so much that's going to transpire with just everything. So, so kind of set us up here in a scene. So... Um, I'm not knowing anything about this movie. Um, I'm coming to see it. You're promoting it. So it's about a doctor and his family, or is it about just a hospital? Uh, give us a little bit more detail. It's not that. a hospital. It's okay. a drama. Okay. A drama. Okay. Mm, yes. I see that somewhere. Okay. So um, to, to, to set it up. Uh, yes. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a doctor that is uh, very intelligent um, very, very well off, um, very modeled, uh, citizen of the community, mm-hmm. um, church going, um, gives to the church, um, uh, very liked by the community. Um, and then he's also loved by his, um, his wonderful, beautiful daughter, Sophia. Okay. All right. Okay. And, uh, Sade. I just heard a whole bunch of shade there, uh, Naomi. Just a little bit, <laughs> girl. <laughs> uh, so um, my character Tony, um, Tony is extremely mysterious. Um, nobody really knows where where Tony came from. Um, they don't know why she here, why she why she got all this information, how she got all this information, um, but Tony. Tony don't want no smoke with nobody. She just said to report the news. So if anybody got a problem with Tony, then, you know, take that up with her lawyer. But um, she's she's just, she's interesting. Mm-hmm. Is what I'll say about Tony. Stay tuned. It's the Miami Night Show. We'll be right back.
Growing up, my dad always told me and my stepbrother Larry, there are two types of people in this world. There are the ones who live, and there are the ones who are only born to die in this world. Have you been a bad boy, Charles? Yes, miss. Like I said, you know, manager of the year is is a very strong bonded company that is doing a lot for this city and community. Um, like I said, Enrico, with his knowledge in L.A. film school and with all of his contacts that he had in L.A. and with directors and um, agents and producers, He's able to network and send so many clients um, to different cities for auditions. Well, in doing so, having such a wonderful company like Manager of the Year and having the ability to have so many wonderful actors here in Pensacola, there was the opportunity behind creating Sacred to say, hey, we can also build a film circuit right here in Pensacola. Mm -hmm allow our actors here to be able to stay home and be able to work on a constant basis because he's so creative with his writing that he has so many projects that he has just waiting to come out and having the ability to bring all of those projects out and having so many wonderful actors to portray these roles that's given him a platform to say I can build the film industry right here in Pensacola and allow us to be here um, and work on a constant basis because sometimes in this industry, you may get a, a job next week, next month. It may be six, eight months for you work again, sometimes even a year before you work again. And so now we'll have an opportunity through manager of the year to be able to work on a constant basis. Mm -hmm. And then this will be our full-time permanent jobs mm -hmm. um, to be able to do this on a regular basis. Yeah, and see, that was like one of my next questions. Like, what are the struggles that are there? It sounds like um, now that th there have been so many things implemented so that now, um, you know, that's no longer a thing. It's just being in the right circles. Sound like now in Pensacola, like just being, you know, being in Atlanta, going to Miami or, you know, any of the other big industries. It's just not, you know, it's Pensacola is making a name for itself, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing. Absolutely, it really is. So, what's the vibe on set, y'all? Tell me how, how what's happening on set. Fun, <laughs> absolute fun. Yes, laughter, jokes, just yes. I don't know. We're all we're all a big family, so it's fun. Yes, yes, it is very fun. Um, 
when when we finished filming, it was like uh, we was just waiting. Everyone on the Facebook group, our uh, Facebook group, we was just waiting for uh, one of our executive directors, Calvo. We love you, Calvo. Uh, love we you. was just waiting for him to say, um, we need to get back on set. We need to redo this. We was just waiting. As time, we was very tired, but we was just waiting for him to say, "Hey, we got to do this scene one more again," <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And it it never happened because we killed it. We just killed it. But yeah. but yeah, it's, it we had fun. We we we're really we were having withdrawals afterwards. We was really yes. having a lot of mm-hmm. withdrawals. Yeah. But Absolutely. We had fun, and it was. When we was getting close to one of the, some of the last days, we were tired. Um, people were forgetting their lines, and <laughs> but we were still having fun. But we were tired, exhausted. But we was ready for the next day. When we filming, where we going, and this and that. So that that is set light, and we're okay. we're ready to we're ready to dig in and start again. Yes. So when did this begin? So when did you initially start filming? August. Well, back, back history of, of Sacred, we actually, um, this was a five-year-ago project that came okay. to El Rico and wanted to do this particular project. Um, we started it, but then, of course, COVID took, took shape, and we lost two years of being able to do anything. So now that things have gotten back on the up and up and now that we've been able to get out and about and do some things, um, he came back to the table with sacred. Um, but this time he opened up a very large, um, audition. Um, we had probably 400, um, online, um, auditions that came up. And then we also had about two, 200 in person auditions mm-hmm. um and so once he put it out that we were going to start filming sacred and we needed to get actors and we needed to get background and everybody they just flopped to facebook and they seen it and it was overwhelming with how much support and how many people came out mm-hmm. just to be a part of it yeah, yeah. um and then from there, it started the process of getting a script and reading the script, knowing who you were going to play, and then going into character and learning the lines. And then we finally got the call, hey, this is when it's going to start production. Mm. And that's when it got real for us because we knew, okay, we're getting ready to be on set for close to 17 days, even though we finished early. But we had the expectation of being on set for 17 days to film this particular movie, uh, featured film, and um, the rest is history. And come November 5th and 6th, um, the world will be able to see, Pensacola will be able to see Sacred. Yes. Mm, And let me say something. Um, There was a lot of people that came to the auditions and... um, uh, we had people from Ohio, mm-hmm. um, Houston, um, Crestview. We we've had quite a few people from just ways ways away. But El Rico is the type of person he gives everyone a shot. I mean, majority yeah. of those people they got a role in sacred. 
Um, and that's what's so awesome about him. He, he doesn't turn people away. Um, if he sees something in you, you're going to, you're going to have a part. And, and sometimes even if he doesn't see as much in you, but you have the confidence or whatever, he's still going to give you the opportunity to be a part. And that's what's so unique about him. I mean, mm -hmm. out of all those people that came, I would say majority, if you were in a local person, because he don't want to waste your time. But if you are a local person, you're going to have a shot of being in sacred. He's going to put you somewhere, regardless of whether you're a main character or a background character. He's going to he's going to put you there. And a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. You know, you you can travel to Atlanta or other places and you'll be sent back home. You're not going to have a, a shot. But he he does that. He, he gives everyone an opportunity. And that's what what's so great about him that's what's so unique about him yeah and just the the atmosphere the opportunity and everything so I bet you right. it's so much easier for you to be able to do what you do you know what I mean right to get into mm -hmm. character and speaking of getting into character what are some of those things that you do to get into character I anyone can respond so with my character she's a little uh sexy <laughs> throughout the whole movie so for me I like to listen to some slow jams you know to kind of get you in the mood on my way to set um and I definitely have to go there mentally research reading books on just different characteristics um you know of my character just to you know know why they operate the way they operate why they think the way they think. Um, so I do a deep dive study. And then once I do that, then I start to put myself into that mindset. Um, I start to become that particular person. Um, and then as I do that, and as we get into filming, I put myself completely immersed into that character, that person. Um, and I stay that way until we are done filming uh, because uh, it's very important because you never know what situations are and you never know what needs to happen. And my reality is always whatever I play, that's my reality. I'm that person. So how long are your days for being on set? How, how, I mean, what does it look like? Oof. <laughs> Oh, straight. Uh, set day was 14 hours. Mm. <laughs> wow. Um, let's see. I know when I was in Atlanta, one of my one of my times there, 19 hours was my longest in Atlanta. Um, for sacred, um, I can put it this way. Um, I got on set probably at 6 p.m. Um, and I got off set at 6 a.m. Mm. Mm. 
So what in so, what 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 inspires you all? I know that just the role in itself of you, you know, you being creative and you being an actor, but what continuously in, inspires you? So if you had to think of a a guide that you've had in your lifetime, it could be a spiritual guide or a family member, a uh, a family that has um, died, or you know, just someone that it was a great teacher in your life. At what point of your journey right now? And what advice would they have for you as you're taking this journey now, you know, head on and you're at this juncture, you, you have this premiere this weekend, what would they say to you and who would that be for you? For me, it would be my mom and she would, I, I know she would tell me, don't give up, keep fighting that you got this. And, and as long as you got God, he's got you. So um, just keep doing what you're doing and do it the right way. So yeah. Um, for me, it's a combination. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's my wife, uh, who supports me. Um, so I have drive from her. It's my mother, um, my dad, uh, in California, um, my stepmom, of course, my brother, Mm -hmm. um, who has been all of my brothers, um, they are so much supportive to me. Um, my manager, El Rico, um, the whole manager of your family. Uh, I can go on and on. The city of Milton. I mean, I can just go on with just who can just say, you know, wonderful things about, you know, how proud they might, they are in terms of what I'm doing. So, you know, I have to just credit my kids um you know they are they're just right there with me um so i just really have to just say uh a combination of just family support church family mm-hmm. just everything kingdom harvest has really been so supportive um to everything that we're doing and what i'm doing so just a a, a full family support like dr brooks there um Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it would be <laughs> it would be um a, a few different people but um first my grandmother um she passed away in 2002 um i had a very tough upbringing and she was my best friend she was somebody that i could definitely go to and talk to cuz i didn't have a friend in the world to talk to about a lot of the things that i was going through and i wish that she could see me now um so i feel now that she would say i'm proud of you baby girl and i love you Mm. um gee whiz all right don't cry don't cry okay um next is my children they are i enjoy being their role model especially my girls um and i love and and appreciate them so much for being strong and 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 working with me through this entire process um I know it's not easy for them to have me gone and doing things that you know I normally wouldn't be doing and and I know that they are saying great job mama I'm so proud of you this is amazing my mama's on tv you know my mama's this my mama's that so they're so proud to have me you know be on this platform um and my dad and my brothers they are they're huge, huge supporters, and I really appreciate everything about them and who they are to me on this journey. 
Absolutely. Thank you all for, for sharing that. And especially if your loved one um, is no longer here and just still having to be, uh, being able to be inspired by their energy, by their grace, their love, they're still with us. They're still, you know, you know, making sure that we're, we going to keep going. Um, one thing that I often tell my clients are, um, just share with, um, other grievers because this is, it's the Miami Night Show Grief Talk. We definitely do talk about grief, um, here and we love to give self-care tips and, um, just a way to be able to help people process emotions. So, one of the things that I love when you all spoke about your greatest teacher or what they would say, I just want to let that be a reminder to you to always keep that in a note somewhere, keep it somewhere near your computer, keep it in your phone, you know, keep it um, next to your bedside, just to be a reminder that you still have uh, ancestors, loved ones that are still seeking and looking out for you. Um and all that you're doing. So just keep going. As most of you said that that would be what your greatest teacher would have shared and still is sharing to you. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about how about um, how you get into character, but what do you do um, to decompress? So what are some things that you can share with the Grief Nation listeners to decompress, to come out of character, to be able to show up as your authentic self back with your wife or your, you know, your significant other or your children? Uh, so for me, um, because I, I play a lot of vast different characters and because, uh, the character that I play in sacred is, um, is, you know, such a dynamic and, um, difficult character to play. Uh, I, I, I have to go to my spiritual guidance, my pastor over at Kingdom Harvest. Um, that's, that's who I lean on to be able to bring me back um, because having that spiritual guidance is what I need for characters like these that I play, especially for this type of character. Um, I really need to have that spiritual guidance that can put me back into focus, that can get me back on track and um, put reality back in place. Um, because a lot of people don't realize, you know, these are characters that we're playing. It's not our everyday life. It's not, you know, who we are in life. Um, they're characters. But because we play these characters so well and because we go so deep sometimes, depending on the character you're playing, you can get lost in it. Um, you can really get into the point that this is you. And so you need to have that spiritual guidance to bring you back around um, just to refocus yourself because some of these characters are very demanding um, mm -hmm. and you have to be able to do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anyone else? That so for, um, with my character, Naomi, uh, I do a lot of reading and meditating after I get done on set, um, just kind of regrouping and like, like my father said, coming back to reality of who you are because who Monica is in real life is not Naomi, mm -hmm. vice versa. So mm -hmm. I think it's good to also know who you are, um, even stepping into this industry because like, again, you can get lost in the sauce. You know, you can become this person that's imaginary. Um, so it is definitely a plus to know who you are and who you are and who you belong to coming into to acting in the film industry. 
Yeah. Yeah. And thank you so much for saying those things like uh, boundaries and who you are and the support system and um, um, the reading, the meditation, all of those things to help you decompress um, self-regulating um, exercises. I'm sure um, just de-stressing, you know, mm -hmm. we have to have that. Um, even if we just go into an eight to a nine to five, excuse me, uh, eight yeah. to whatever it is, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't go in nowhere, so I'm confused. <laughs> but um, anywho, um, yeah, just um, having some tools to decompress. Um, I think that is, uh, uh, it, it's, we don't talk about it enough, especially within the Black community of having these tools and ways to be able to decompress and to be able to, you know, have our a safe mental health day and space. Uh, mental health is really on my radar to talk about and to share. So that's why I thought it was pretty important to share with other listeners, um, and especially other actors and actresses um, that want to get into this field. And um, sometimes when you don't get it your way, are you disappointed? And so I'm so grateful that Nora, that you did share that the gentleman who is over this, that he was, he's willing to work with people, but sometimes, you know, this could be someone's last straw. And if it's a no, what do I do? So having these, um, some tools to give to people to, to, um, to know how to create it as a ritual or routine every day, um, to be able to come back to yourself. Um, boundaries are very, very important. What boundaries have you guys set around, um, film life or re this this life of this industry what boundaries have you set for yourself and your family for for me um it's letting everybody know what i will and will not do um okay. you know i will not compromise my integrity um for a role so if i feel uncomfortable i'm just i'm definitely going to say it um i don't use profanity so you won't catch me in a role where i have to i will change the word real quick if you try me so mm -hmm. You know, just just understanding those things. Um, it and like Lamonica said, knowing who you are. So if you're confident in that, then you won't have any issues putting your foot down and saying this is this is what it is. Yeah. 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 Mm, I love that because it's just such a great time in America for Black women. Yeah. How do you all, ladies, as being Black women, feel about this opportunity for yourselves. Mm. <laughs> I feel blessed. I think it's a blessing, um, especially in Pensacola where it's not much um, film going on. So I look at it as a great blessing. Um, there were so many people before me um, that I looked up to that I really, really wanted to meet um, and they passed away, but I, I'm like, you know, I still, Queen Latifah, she's my, my, my all time favorite. I can watch anything that she does. Um, and it's like, she's a singer. She's a, you know, she hip hop artist and an actress. She's phenomenal. So for me to be able to even have someone see that in me that okay you're you're a good actor you can act and this and that I mean I think that's it's such a blessing yeah you know um that I mean that that's all I can say it's such a blessing in this time in this day in Pensacola yeah right to say that I'm an actress you know 
to put that on my resume. I'm an yeah. actress. It's a blessing. All right. Yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I, I think I think for me particularly is I get to be that person. I get to be that woman, that black woman that other black women can look to and be inspired by. That is like phenomenal to me. Like, sis, I see you. And when I hear that, I'm like, you're right. I see me too, sis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we out here now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so it's just, it's just like, it's just a blessing to be able to now be in a position mm-hmm. to be an inspiration yeah, to other yeah. black women and little girls and mm-hmm. women of girls, women and girls of color. Mm-hmm. We all are represented and. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it, it's so good to see us, be us, do us, yes. by us, for us. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just a, yes. such an amazing and beautiful time. Not that we are taking any way anything from men. It's just, first of all, as a Black culture, um, it's so stated that Black women can't work together. And that's a lie. Yes, we exactly. can. Right. We, exactly. can, we can do anything uh, that we put our minds to, but um, I'm just so grateful that this space has created the opportunity for three beautiful women to be able to be a part of such a monumental thing that's going to be um, happening in Pensacola over this weekend. And I know you probably shared like what's happening on, um, on Saturday and Sunday, but could you share that again for the listeners? So... November 5th, um, we'll be premiering it at our red carpet event. Um, that will be at the Amos Theater at Pensacola State College, um, WRSC Studios uh, Theater. Um, and so there we will be um, showcasing the, the film premiere there. Uh, also on November the 6th at the Pensacola Blue Wahoo Stadium, uh, we will be also showcasing um, the film premiere there on their big jumbotron. So um, that that right there is a great testament to mm-hmm. what Elrico has done for this city. That's um, huge. That's huge. Actors, it, it, it is. It, it is extremely huge for what he is doing, and it is going to be a changing moment for the city of Pensacola when this weekend is over because it's going to show that there is a lot of work that manager of the year has been doing. Mm-hmm. There has been a lot of work that has been, that has been put in to everything over these many years that he has had manager of the year in place. Mm-hmm. And now it's going to show just how strong of a unit that we are. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my hat's off to El Rico again, um, to his family, his wife who supported him um it has just been a tremendous journey and we have such a long way to go and so much is going to be done he has put together a tremendous um production staff that has been so supportive to us that has been just doing some amazing things behind the scenes for this production um this film this everything and we're just so grateful as cast and I'm even grateful just as a representative for manager of the year to just see him grow mm-hmm. and yeah. blossom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his moment. It's mm-hmm. his time. Yeah. 
and he's bringing everybody with him. Yeah. And, you know, like my wife said, that's a testament to just anybody trying to get into this business. He's bringing everybody with him. Yeah. It is amazing. And what's going on. So this weekend is going to be a blast. Yes. So those is listening, you know, if you if you haven't, get your tickets. Get your tickets. If How you do haven't, we get the tickets? Get tickets. Talk, talk to us about that. How do we get tickets? So, of, of course, um, on, uh, on it, now it's going fast. Uh, I know last I heard for us in uh, Eventbrite for uh, Saturday, uh-huh. um, the tickets for the general admission are $30. Um, they can go on to Eventbrite, uh, put in Sacred, um, the movie, and there they'll be able to purchase tickets. But like I said, that, that's been going extremely fast. Um, that's almost sold out. Um, if not, probably um, sold out. Mm-hmm. But then you have the Wahoo Stadium. You can uh, go to their website as well. You can go to manageroftheyear.net. Mm-hmm. Um, the link is on there that will get you to the ticket site. Um, and you can also walk up. Um, now, if you get them beforehand, they're $10. Uh, day of the show, they'll be $20. Okay. So you have your options. You can get them early for $10. If you go to manageoftheyear.net and click on the link or go to the Blue Wahoo Stadium website. Um, or like I said, you can come on the day of and go through the box office and then you can uh, purchase your tickets there as well. Um, but kids under 12, it's free. Absolutely. Kids 12 and under, it's free. Okay. So fun field weekend. It's going to be amazing. Um, there's so much happening um, this weekend with sacred. And so it's, it's going to be phenomenal. So don't, don't miss this opportunity to see history. Yes, absolutely. Now, before I let you all go, I'm going to ask one question and you give me your one answer. Um, let's talk about when I say Pensacola, you say, and then you come out with your word and tell me why you chose that for um, Pensacola. So when I say Pensacola, you say. Change. Um, I say change because again, I have to just expound on what Enrico and manager of the year is doing. There's going to be a huge change in this city after this weekend. Um, The culture shift is just going to shake through this whole city after they see sacred. Um, And it's going to prepare them for our filming of the series come January. And just the excitement of waiting to see how this series is going to come together so every week they'll be able to sit on that edge of that sofa and watch and watch and watch. So the change of this culture is going to happen. The film industry is going to change for Pensacola because it's now going to be a new market. Mm-hmm. And that's what he pushed for. Yeah. Rico pushed to have a new market in this city and that's what's getting ready to take shape. Mm. All right. Okay. And who's up next? When I say Pensacola, okay. So when I say Pensacola, you say awakening. It's going to be a huge awakening in Pensacola. It's going to be time for it's going to be for everyone to wake up and see what this man has been doing. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. So I say awakening. I love it. Yes. So Monica, when I say Pensacola, you say? I say empowering. When people see it, they're going to definitely um, feel empowered. They're going to see it and say, wow, this, this really happened in Pensacola with, you know, majority of local actors. Um, it, it's going to be, like my father said, it's going to be changing, life-changing, honestly. Mm -hmm. And Sade, when I say Pensacola, you say? Creative. <laughs> and I say that because of the pure talent that has come out of this uh out of this place out of Pensacola the the creative minds behind the the production of behind the writing the everybody that's shooting the film sound people every everything that goes into making this or went into making this and and all the other films that have been created you know the the creativity that comes out of these people is amazing the actors and actresses everybody involved um is, is full of creativity oh thank you guys so much for being on it's the miami night show brief talk i truly appreciate your time once again yeah. <laughs> for being here for another hour uh we had some hiccups earlier but i'm so grateful that um i had you for to be able to um pour into me what's happening in this industry and just telling me uh, more about who you are so I can get to know about who you are as opposed to this character and then follow you in that manner as well. I'm sure you all have a tribe. You all have followers. You all have family, family and friends and people that you can shout out to. But if you could um, for me, um, leave either um, your Instagram or somewhere um, with social media if someone wants to reach you. I'll follow your story more because this is really about um, content building and helping you grow as well. Okay, well, I can be reached on Facebook at Nora Jean, J-E apostrophe A-N is actually never Nora Joan, but okay, Nora Jean. <laughs> and on Instagram, I am listed under The Real Mrs. Brooks. Uh, so Instagram, uh, DarrenBird74. Um, and Facebook is DarrenBird. Okay. And then with me, I am on Facebook as LaMonica Lewis. And my Instagram is LaMonica K. Lewis. And for me, um, on Facebook, I am Shade Correll. And that's C-O-R-E-L-L. -L. Um, and on Instagram, I am underscore Correll. Um, that is my stage name. So, yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Like I said, once again, for being on Insta Miami Night Show Grief Talk, sharing your journey, sharing your story. Um, if there's anything else that you would like for your listeners um, to know or my listeners to know about you, this role, this character, what's going to be happening this weekend, you can share it at this time. Um, I truly appreciate y'all. Y'all look good. Well, we appreciate you. We uh, thank you for having us thank on you. your show. Um, we feel like celebrities. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to uh, Sacred and all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay.
Okay, you guys have a great night. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it, Grief Nation listeners. And thank you for tuning in to another transformative segment on It's the Miami Night Show Grief Talk. Today, we give thanks filled with love and gratitude to our special guests for expressing your very unique grief journey and sharing ways of understanding the healing process. This is your girl, Miami Night, with much love and light until we connect again spiritually. Bye-bye. He's got me walking that grief walk. Going slow mo. He's got me clocking noise. It's the Miami Night Show. Hey, yeah. Slow mo. He's got me walking that grief walk. Going slow mo. He's got me talking that grief talk. Going slow mo. He's got me clocking noise. What up, tribe? It's Miami Night Show, Master yeah, Coach. Welcome yeah. to the Miami Night Show. He got me walking that grief walk. It's time for grief talk, y'all. Yeah. I talk about things you think about. It's my midnight show, Master Grief Coach.